Chapter 48 The Hunter's Voice We are poetry hunters. It is who we are. It is what we are. We hunt the wild verse in the deep wood and dark forest where nothing else travels. We drive them, surround them, claim them. It is our birthright. I have stood in the root of the forest where poems are born. They seep out of the musty earth. They drift half-formed out of the dark sky, slipping between leaves and branches. Rare delicacies are these fresh-born cries dangerous to find. You leave a piece of your soul behind taking them. No, it is best to let them grow. Let the wood grow thick with them, and then pluck them from the forest, drive them into the meadow, blind them with moonlight. What do you do with them? What? It's not all trophy hunting. It's not simply to protect your people. Are they food? Are you trappers? Traders? The poetry is everything, but you are right. It is not simply to protect ourselves. Few are the rampaging monstrosities such as we have fought. If that were all we were, we would not survive. There are too many of us for that. We must live, we must eat, we must thrive. You traffic in them, like fur traders or ivory hunters? We must survive, Drake. I didn't mean... No, please. I want you to understand. This is a land of lost souls and forgotten dreams. This is a place where darkness falls as thick as snow. The despair gathers and it grows. The wild poetry is only one aspect of this. It is a more violent part, a more forceful and destructive part of the whole. You can touch it. You can taste it. You can feel it on your tongue. Don't look around and tell me that you are blind. I know. I do not claim to understand, but I know. Left unchecked, the poetry would grow as thick as the trees. It would overwhelm the wood. It would destroy the land. What we do, we do because we have to. We do because it is what we are. The traffic, as you put it, allows us to focus on the hunt. Do you take them to market? The common market? No, we don't need to rely on something as chaotic as that. We have a select and reliable clientele. They are a fair group a kind people. I would never have an ill word to say of any of them. How to describe? They are patrons. If you will, I wouldn't call them such, but I see you know of whom I speak. I wouldn't say I know your patrons by name, and I wouldn't recognize them at sight, but I will admit that I have had my fair share of dealings with them. I would say you know them much better than you admit. What is your name, Drake? Tell me your story. No, I think not. I'm sorry. I risk offending you with silence, but I risk offending even more by breaking it. Such is always the way of things. Can you tell me nothing? Why you are here? Curiosity. I was looking for you. No, seriously, maybe not you, but another you. Someone who might help me in my search. I'm looking for something. If I don't find it, I don't find it. The problem is that it doesn't exist. Which is why you seek those who hunt that which doesn't exist. No, not us. You went to the library, forgotten dreams, and was turned away. 
Really? The library belongs to them, our patrons. They turned you away. I didn't speak with them, only the librarian. He said, what did he say? Oh, I remember. He said that what I sought was still fresh in the minds of people, still out there. So you turn to those who hunt the wood. After the aid you have rendered me, I would do much for you. But I must know more of what you seek. I'm sorry for being so obtuse. I don't know if I can trust you. Why? Because there's one thing I don't understand. Why an encyclopedia salesman? What's an encyclopedia salesman? What do you mean, what's an encyclopedia salesman? How could you not know? You placed the thoughts in my head, gave me memories that didn't exist. Well, not you, but others like you. The poetry hunters that found me in the wood beyond Dayside. They tried to make me something other than what I am. No, I'm sorry, I heard of this. They weren't trying to hurt you, Drake. They were trying to save you. They thought you were a victim of the hunt, that a poem had ravaged you, left you a mockery and shell of a man. What they did, they did to salvage your sanity. Then you disappeared before they could speak with you. This encyclopedia salesman, it's a product of your... I see from your look that you don't believe me. Deep in my heart, I'm an encyclopedia salesman. Is that what you're saying? No, it's a way to protect you from chaos. They sought something stable and boring in your mind. To shield me from ecstasy. After a fashion, come with us back to Dayside. You can ask them yourself. They will answer. You are a natural-born poetry hunter, Drake. They will answer you anything if you would but stay with us. Let go the ghosts that haunt and chase you. Join us in the hunt. This audio recording of The Fairbrook of Gideon and the Tale of the Donkey is copyright 2011 by Keith D. Jones. All rights reserved. <laughs>